0: everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's great to have you in today. And I want to thank you for joining me. So tonight, we're going to enter the field of aromatherapy and herbal medicine. And unfortunately, this one hour doesn't do justice to the wisdom of the plants and trees. But I will do my best to consolidate and give you the highlights of how you can use these versatile agents to support your health and wellness. Now, I think the best way to do this is I'm gonna put up a PowerPoint presentation. And in this PowerPoint presentation, this will be a way for me to, uh, to really show you what is needed. Okay, so this is a kind of a a hybrid that I taught at the advanced uh, vision exploration, we did this at the very end, but the basic concepts are the same. And then we'll go into some of the more specifics. If we have time, we're going to do a meditation towards the end of today. Okay, here we go. So what plant is this? Does anybody know what this, what this plant is? Lavender. Lavender. Wow. You, you got the A for coming today. Exactly. So lavender is a fabulous essential oil. And we're going to, we're going to include that in the conversation today, but this course reflects my research, I did a lot of research on aromatherapy, also a lot of clinical experience. I have made my own essential oils. I've actually harvested many of the plants and trees, flowers, and I have a distiller and I've created my own essential oils. So I've been in from start to finish. I also have cultivated some relationships with some Um, local farmers who uh, both do herbs and essential oils, and believe me, it is a labor of love. So let's start the conversation by talking about plant systems versus human systems. And this this was a little study that was done that used an instrument called an oscilloscope, an oscilloscope which measures the vibration. It's one of the ways to measure the vibration of the body. And in this particular uh, study that was done, the oscilloscope measured 63 megahertz for a normal, healthy humanoid. The flu was about 55 megahertz. So you see that the vibration was lower. COVID-19 45 megahertz and cancer 39 megahertz. So remember that 63 megahertz as a normal vibration, but when we add essential oils, like Rose 300 megahertz, Lang Lang 120 megahertz, Laurel leaf 118 megahertz. I think you're going to be using those. Yes. uh, Tonight. Lavender, 117 megahertz and frankincense, 115 megahertz. So little, little story here. I moved to New Mexico in 1991 and I opened my practice of holistic eye care in April of 1992. And I got busy right away because Santa Fe is a pretty alternative community. And it inspired me to write my first book called Creating Your Personal Vision. Now, with creating your personal vision, and by the way, I have a new edition of that, which I uh, redid a couple of years ago. You can get that on my website. There was a section in it on nutrition. And at the time, this was back in 1994, I wanted to interview somebody who knew something about diet and nutrition. And there was a naturopath and a chiropractor who practiced in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Some of you may have heard of her. Her name is Dr. Hazel Parcells. Dr. Hazel Parcells. And Dr. Parcells, when I contacted her, she was 103 years old, getting ready, and she ultimately moved her operation, her health practice, up to northern New Mexico, up in the mountains, a place called Sapio, New Mexico. And uh, when I called her, I said, doctor, I wanted to interview you for my book. And she said, well, the only way I'll do that is if you drive up to the mountains Sapio was about an hour and a half from my house and, uh, I need to meet you face to face. So I did that. I drove up, I walk in and, uh, she's the first thing she says to me is you don't look well. And of course I prided myself on my health. Oh, you know, I ate well, I exercised, great lifestyle. She said, your parathyroid is off. And I think you also have worms well, whoa. So anyways, I said, okay, so I went through her healing program. And um, in one of the modalities that she used in her uh, facility, she actually had different buildings. And in one of the buildings, she had a whole series of these black boxes. I said, doctor, what are these? She said, you've ever heard of radionics? And I said, no, what what is that? She said, well, it was started in the UK by a guy named Malcolm Ray, R-A-E. And it's basically healing from a distance. And what we do with people is we measure their their vibrations through, you know, different dowsing techniques and so on. We get a witness, a picture, a blood spot, a hair, lock of hair, and we can measure their vibration. And then what we do is we broadcast vibrations and frequencies to them through their witness, through their specimen, and they're never in the same geographic location. And we get amazing results. And over the two and a half years that I became a student of hers, she was healing things like cancer, fibromyalgia, Epstein-Barr, lupus. Lyme's disease. And she was doing it all through frequency and vibration. And one of the things that she taught me was disease likes to live in a lower frequency state. And if you raise your inner vibration, the disease can't live there. So if we go back to this particular oscilloscope, Reading where the normal healthy body is vibrating at 63 megahertz, and you start applying these essential oils to your body or diffusing them in the air, you are now changing your environment, which is going to change your inner environment. And unlike synthetic made pharmaceutical drugs, they lower your vibrational frequency, you are now dealing with the consciousness of the pharmaceutical world, instead of the plant world. And when you raise your vibration, okay, you then are in a state of health, that you are immune to a lot of these bacterias and viruses and fungal things and the boogeyman, right? So this is a guy you might want to check him out. He's an herbalist. He actually lives in Silver City, New Mexico. His name is Stephen Buner. And I love this quote. He says, "By declaring war on bacteria, we are declaring war on all living structures on earth. Antibiotics have one single compound. Essential oils have such complexity that when the bacteria morph, they can handle the change. So the key in plant medicine is that we are not in the military. We are not out to kill. We are here to live in balance and harmony. And that's a very different idea than what's going on in Western medicine we got to kill it. we got to overcome it. We've got to battle it. It's a war. And there's no balance and harmony in that. So I'm not an expert on COVID-19. And I'm not going to get into the politics of COVID-19. However, one of the things that I have learned about essential oils is that they are able to nutris- uh, neutralize viruses. And many of the essential oils are antiviral and antifungal. Also, many of the essential oils can support our immune system and our lymphatic system. So just by using something like eucalyptus or tea tree oil, you can put it in your mask or put it in a cotton ball. And you are now breathing the eucalyptus and the essential oil tea tree, you are creating an inner environment that is going to keep at bay any viruses that you may be exposed to. This is just a health practice. I am not saying that X treats Y. That's the disease-based model. In a wellness model, what we say is Well, if we create the inner environment, like Dr. Parcells says, then we clean it up. We get rid of the toxins. We're vibrating at a high level. Our environment is going to support the vibration and the outer environment is going to support the inner environment. So when you use essential oils, there's something we talk about called anointing. This goes back to a very ancient practice. When you take an essential oil and you apply it to your body, you are cleansing your energy field. You are are penetrating your energy and you're coming into the physical body. So this is a sacred act, whether you anoint yourself or whether you have somebody anointing you, applying the oils. You know, in some of my uh, aromatherapy intensives, we would have people in the class, and there would be, on the last day, you would partner up, and one person would be giving a treatment and one person would be receiving a treatment of the essential oils. And I would have maybe 200 essential oils up on my table and people would go up to the essential oils and they would intuitively say, eh, you know, I need a little bit of neroli. I need a little bit of Ponderosa pine. I need a little bit of Tamarack. So it'd be very intuitive. They would learn all the basics the first two days. But the third day, there is a very strong intuitive nature related to essential oils. And they would choose those oils and they would be treating their partner by doing some kind of a massage. And this is the power of anointing. I used to see it at every class that anointing was super healing. You first have the essential oil, but then you have the anointing factor, putting it on your partner's body, your friend's body, your child's body, massaging, massaging it in and getting a lot of benefit from that level of care. Now, in some aromatherapy circles, they talk about applying one single essence. That's another term for essential oil. Or you can layer the essential oils one on top of the other. And there are different ways that you can apply them on the skin. There's certain ones that you can drink, there are certain ones that you can put in a diffuser and s- spray it in the air. And there are actually some that you can apply internally. Now, since this is for many people, a beginning for them where do you start how do you work with it well before we get to that it's important to know where do these essential oils come from you know the companies i work with they practice wildcrafting and biodynamic farming they put a lot of power and resonance into the essential oil they're not using mechanical equipment to harvest they're doing hand harvesting they follow the natural rhythms the full moon the new moon they don't do machine pouring but they hand pour it so when you hand pour you are putting your energy into the bottle this makes a difference this is why i was saying some of these big corporate companies, they're doing machine pouring, and the two companies that I recommended for you, they both do hand pouring. And since we're working with vibration and energy, the whole idea is the higher the frequency, the healthier we're going to be. Now, in my, in my exploration, I like to look for local farmers, small families that maybe generationally they've been in the business because the field of aromatherapy has certainly gotten very, um, well, let me say people get on the bandwagon and they may put a trace of rose or lavender in their soap or their, you know, their shampoo but it's not really having a therapeutic effect. It smells nice, but it's not really creating the change that we need to create. Now, when we talk about essential oils specifically, these are organic substances. They are derived directly from the plants. They're very diverse. And how they are created is the plant part is heated up boiled and steam starts to emerge that contains both the essential oil and some water vapor. And we're going to be talking about hydrosols, which are the mist. And I had you get some of them and the regular essential oils, which is very concentrated. All right. I'm going to pause here and see if there's any so congratulations. You're using frankincense and Lang Lang. Fantastic. You know, frankincense is very anti-cancer. It opens up the third eye. Lang Lang is really opening the heart. So good for you. Um, the same thing as Edgar Casey. Yes. I think there's some similar things. The Rife machine is probably similar to the, uh, the radionic situation. Somebody is saying anointing is very biblical The word Messiah comes from the Hebrew word to anoint. So we're all on the same page here. We are in a sacred circle when we talk about the plants and the trees. All right, I'm going to move on. Just want to say there's a real complexity to the essential oils. There's a a real intelligence to these. Uh, This is a whole other level than say doing pharmaceutical drugs. Okay, these are coming from the cosmos, the plants, the trees, the roots, the grasses, the flowers, the bark of the tree, and so on. So one of my favorite oils is peppermint and it helps support the nervous system, the liver, the skin, the immune system, one of the great things I love to do with peppermint is take some cotton balls, wet them, maybe tear them in half, wet them, put a drop of the cotton ball, a uh, uh, peppermint on the cotton ball, and stick it in your ear. Maybe not in the main part of the ear, but above the main part of the ear on either side. Wow, is that going to give you some mental clarity? Peppermint, you know, we think peppermint is used for digestion. I use it sometimes when I'm hiking because it's so yin, it's so cold. I'll wet my bandana. I'll put a couple of drops of peppermint oil on it and I'll wrap it around my neck. And that really cools me off when I'm on a hot hike. So there's a lot of applications to these essential oils and peppermint is one not very expensive. You should have it in your, your care kit. All right, I want to talk about the word adaptogenic. You see it here, adaptogen. This means that based on what's going on in your body, the essential oil is going to bring you a sep- a balance and harmony based on what you need. And so tonight, you know, we've got a full group of people, each person is dealing with a different aspect in health and wellness. So when you use the essential oil, it's going to work individually based on what you need. And with the laurel leaf, which is one of the oils you have uh, in your, that I recommended, it has something in it called it's hydrophilic, which means that what you can do with this laurel leaf is you can put a couple of drops on the lymphatic area, like around the neck, the heart, and then take a shower or a bath and, the water pushes the essential oil more deeply into your body. So this is a way that you can actually get more or more amplification of the benefits of the essential oil. Now you would only want to do this with certain essential oils because some oils are really hot. And I'm going to talk about how you, use those, you use those very differently than say the, the middle of the road, essential oils like lavender or laurel leaf or frankincense, but there are ways that you can use the hot essential oils like the coal essential oils so that you don't burn yourself. A lot of chemotypes. um, So I'm going to move on here. There's a new nutritive value to all the essential oils. They have Vitamins, minerals, you know, for example, we've got the tree essences like cedarwoods and the firs, very grounding, the citruses, which are very uplifting, the eucalyptuses, which are helpful for respiratory and immune health, ginger, which is great for your digestion. So a lot of uh, versatility in these oils. Now, I want to say that not all all oils are antiviral or antifungal or break the blood brain barrier. Here is a list of antiviral essences. So lemon or lemongrass, the sages, rosemary, cinnamon bark. Oh, my goodness. That's an amazing. It's a hot essential oil, but you can put a little bit on your tongue or get a hot mug of water and put a couple drops of cinnamon bark in. Yum. Mountain savory. Savory. So there's a lot of, this is a long list of essential oils um, that are antiviral. If you want to go that direction as a prophylactic to uh, improve your health. Now, some of the essential oils are created by the flowers. Some of them are created by the leaves. Some of them are created by the firs some of them by the peel. So you want to know, well, where is this essential oil coming from? Because where it comes from is going to speak to how it's going to inform you. Let me give you an example. Let's say we compare the jasmine essential oil with say, mm, the fir, the fir tree, and maybe we're even using like ponderosa pine, as an example, that's a pine tree, but we could use, um, you know, maybe like a tamarack or something in the tree family spruce. There's a big difference. The, the jasmine, because it comes from the flower, it's going to be softer. It's going to be gentler. It's going to be more in the feminine, whereas the, the tree essence is going to be deep in the roots. Um, Sustainability, being able to live under winter cycles, summer cycles. So there's a stability, there's a groundedness, really good for the adrenals, really good for energy. So very different based on where the essential oil comes from. And I've given you a list of plant parts. Like for example, let's say you use an essential oil. It comes from the seeds. One of my favorites is sweet fennel. In fact, I'm going to talk about that, how it affects our eye health. So if you start using a seed, what is that about? Starting something new, birthing something. Okay. So you are now in the rhythm of the plant. Okay. As opposed to the rhythm of the cars, the honking, the computer, man-made things. And how many health professionals, holistic health professionals today say, spend 30 minutes in nature, do it something like forest bathing, okay, where you're out there in the trees and you're sitting under a tree for 20 or 30 minutes. Yeah, it slows you down. It relaxes your nervous system. It uh, improves your mood. Okay, so it's doing a lot of things. So when you actually apply this plant medicine to your body, you are now changing your consciousness. So remember, the more you treat any substance chemically, the lower the vibration, the lower the healing. All right, now, the way I teach essential oils is I like to do them undiluted on the skin. However, however, some people both have very sensitive skin or they've got some toxicities that are hidden. So when you start using the oils undiluted, it's going to trigger a toxic response. And so you need to do what we call a test patch. So you take the oil and you put it, see if I can get my, I don't know if you can see, but this part of my arm is where I put the oil and I do a drop on there and massage it in. And I watch the reaction. If I get any redness or burning, you know, I know that this is probably going to be irritating for my skin. So at that point, you could use a carrier oil. You could say, diffuse it in the air, you could also put it on the soles of your feet. So the test patch is going to tell you where and how you can use the oils. All right, let's go on. So I'm just going to run through this quickly. because I want to get to our oils and we've got some other things we want to do with herbs. There's an eye protocol that I use that uses sweet fennel. It uses carrot seed. It uses frankincense. So this is an eye protocol. And so I'm going to stop here for a minute and um, I'm going to come back here. So I, you can. I'm going to demonstrate this so you can see what I'm talking about. For people with cataracts, macular degeneration, glaucoma, this is a wonderful eye protocol using the fennel, carrot seed, and frankincense. So you start by washing your hands, you get the fennel, and you smell it first. That's the first thing you want to do because you're going to get the olfactory response. It's going to go to the limbic brain, and you're going to get a yes or a no. Wow, this is is interesting. Um, fennel smells a little bit like licorice and it's really great for the digestive system, but it's also helping your eyes. So let's say you get a yes. Okay. I I'm, I'm connecting with this oil. You take a drop, put it on your hand and you're going to put it up here, over here, over here, over here, down here, down here. So maybe a drop and you're just spreading it around. Okay, then you take a moment and you close your eyes, you're going to notice you're going to feel some heat here. And as long as it's not burning, you're good. If it's burning, you could put coconut oil on it, you could put uh, any kind of a carrier oil, even olive oil, and it will take away the burn right away. Don't use water, but use a use a kind of a carrier oil, and that will take the, the, the burning away. But if it's warm, If it's effervescent, it's working. That's great. All right. Number two is doing carrot seed. So you take the carrot seed, smell it. Mm, This is really good. It's got a lot of vitamin A and a lot of minerals. You put the carrot seed right on top of the fennel. Okay. Again, you can close your eyes. You're going to notice again, activation, oxygenation. There's a lot of oxygenation in these essential oils. That's why they're so good at detoxing. Then oil three is frankincense. Give it a sniff and you're going to put that one on top of the fennel, the carrot seed. So you're keeping it away from the eyes and then you just sit for a minute or so, breathe it in. You're going to notice there's this real activation. So when people do this and they get into the practice 30 day challenge, Once a day, for 30 days, you will start to open your vision up. It will start to get rid of things like cataracts, macular degeneration. So it's a way for you to develop more oxygenation and hydration in the eyes indirectly. So you can certainly use that if you want to. So after the 30 day, you can take a break. And um, <clears throat> then what you can do is see if there has been some improvement in your vision. Now, <clears throat> there are a couple ways that you can check this out. One would be you can actually download something called a Snellen acuity chart. And you can print it out. You can put it up on your wall and you can measure your eyesight if you want to do that. That would be a, a, a certainly a simple way to see if there's been any improvement. You also can check it out. If you have a certain window, you like to look at a certain tree or um, you're driving, you're reading. In other words, you know, when you're dealing with cataracts, there's a cloudiness, there's a, there's a haziness and between the eye drops, the nutrients, and now the essential oils, It's a game changer in terms of getting a lot more nutrients to your eye tissue. So I would suspect that things are really going to change um, if you do this, say, for uh, 30 days. And then you can do it as needed. All right, let's come back to the PowerPoint. Again, you're going to get this, so no worries. So, um, I want to move to laurel leaf because that's one of the essential oils that I've really spotlighted today. Uh, laurel leaf comes from a shrub or a tree, the leaves and branches. So, it tells you it's hardy. Uh, you know, what, what's the, when we, we have things that come from the branch, um, you know, there's the bark involved with it, it's, you know, one of the arteries. So, there's a circulation component. If we wanted to go back to Greek history, Laura Leaf was dedicated to Apollo. You know, I happened to go to Greece in um, November of 2019. I have some colleagues there, and I went to uh, the temple of Apollo, and Laura Leaf was 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 spoken about there. Really interesting. So I put Laura Leaf on. I did some great videos, video blogs. In fact, some of the pictures on this uh, pre. Pre workshop are from uh, the temples of Apollo and Asclepius. But the essential oil, laurel leaf, it is the queen of the lymphatic system. So uplifting, sparks your inner vision. Because it's yin, it's not going to irritate the skin. Okay. Now, in one of the applications where I talk about fennel, carrot seed, frankincense, if you Gals and guys want to do that. You can add laurel leaf as number four in that. Uh, in that um. now, yes. In my book, I talk about oil protocol for cataracts: laurel leaf, clary sage, saffron, frankincense, and carrot seeds. So let's let's talk about each of these. I think that's a that's a great thing. So number one, laurel leaf is all about the lymph. And when you have a cataract, the water in the lens of the eye is frozen. And so you've got to get your lymph system working better. And so if you're going to use laurel leaf, you need to put it on your body consistently, especially in a major lymph channel. Again, that could be the neck area, it could be under the arms. Uh, It could be adding it to your uh, fennel, carrot seed, and frankincense around the eyes. Now, number two, Clary Sage. Clary Sage is all about endocrine, sorry, let me spell that correctly, endocrine health. And it's not so much better for women or men, again, because of its adaptogenic properties, it works well. um, It works well uh, for just overall endocrine support, adrenals, thyroid, okay, pituitary or pineal. So with these oils, you might put the clary sage on another part of your body, you might put it on the soles of your feet. Um, And so the clary sage is if you think there's a hormonal component, by all means. Now the next one is saffron. Saffron is an amazing ingredient circulation wise. Um, The thing with saffron is it is a hot Essential oil, so you have to be very careful if you're going to put it around the eyes. And what I found with saffron, when we would do the essential oil uh, around the eye, because of the toxicity of the person, the uh, the burning would occur. So you can use saffron essential oil. It's very expensive. I didn't include it in your program. <clears throat> And many companies won't carry it. I think that Stillpoint Aromatics, you may be able to get it through them. But what you can do with saffron is cook with it. So you can get ground up saffron. That would be a way. Or you can get it in a capsule form. About 30 milligrams per day. <clears throat> so there are other ways um, that you can, you can get it. Let me spell that correctly. <clears throat> okay, now the last one that was mentioned was carrot seed, actually, frankincense and carrot seed. And those are in the protocol for the I eye, eye protocol. But here's the bottom line. And this is the takeaway. When you start using a few of the essential oils, and notice I just had you get Laura leaf, Lang Lang, and the, the hydrosol, which I'll talk about in a minute. Using those can be enough as a starter. If you've never used these before. And I said something very interesting, maybe about 10 minutes ago, which is that the more you can be intuitive and listen to your body, what do I need? Where do I need it? that's the key. That's the alchemy for your health. Again, we're trying to get away from the authority. Like I'm the doctor, you're the patient, I'm telling you what to do. Now, in this case, I am a resource, but ultimately I don't want or need you to follow what I say without you tuning into yourself. Well, how does this feel? I know many of you, when you were presented with Well, let's just sign you up for cataract surgery. There was a big fat no. Hey, no, I want to look for an alternative and you found me. And so I want you to use your intuition when you use these essential oils. You can't do it wrong. All right, let's move on. So this may be one of the most important things we cover tonight in terms of hydrosols. And what is a hydrosol? Well, basically a hydrosol takes the plant material when you heat it up and the natural water and the essential oil stick together and it creates a mist. So it's actually, um, it's diverted in the distiller to a whole other area where it collects in a bottle and this becomes the mist. Now, what's the value of the hydrosol? Well, first of all, it's got the frequency or vibration of the essential oil. In this case, the one I wanted you to get has rows in it. Remember at the very beginning, I said rows vibrates at about 300 megahertz. If you can start using rows in your environment and around your body, what begins to happen is your frequency starts raising up without having you spending $280 on rose essential oil. So you're spending $20, but you're getting the same therapeutic bang for your buck. Now, this is another essential oil. I like it's called helichrysum. This is also very good for dry eye. It's really great for skin health. I have put people on this uh, essential oil If they have really serious skin issues, again, you can get the helichrysum in a hydrosol or an essential oil. Now, the helichrysum essential oil may run you around $200, but the hydrosol will run you about $20. And if you use the hydrosol throughout the day, it's going to take away the dry eye and it's going to improve the skin health. All right. I'm going to talk briefly about medicinal herbs. We're going to shift gears now and the herbs medicinal herbs can come from again, many different parts of the, the plant. One of the things I love about herbs also is sometimes they're a little easier to work with. You can create a tea, you can create a tincture. And so if you don't want something so in your face, medicinal herbs, are really great, especially the herbal eyewashes. There's a fennel, fennel chamomile eyewash, there's an eye eyewash, and there's a rosebud eye cup. That's where actually you put the tea in a cup and you put the cup over the eye with the eyes open or closed, and that bathes the eye. The rosebud, that's fantastic to do. So these are some other herbal eye washes that I have used. If you're dealing with red itchy eyes, I love all of these. Goldenrod is probably my favorite. Again, the herbs can be very soothing. They're antimicrobial, antiviral, same as the essential oils. And we've talked about how to put a compress over the eyelids as a way to reduce inflammation. Now, some of you told me you don't like chamomile. Others have told me you don't like fennel. So look, this is where you're trusting your body's intelligence and stay with what you are attracted to. Maybe the chamomile fennel herbal tea wash is not for you. Maybe the eyebright is for you. So you could do that one. EyeBright is, well, it has been used. Again, it's ancient healing, pink eye, redness, swelling, inflammations. You can even drink it. So um, Eyebrite would be another herbal wash. And then the rosebud, rosebud petals, this is very soothing and it helps reduce irritation and inflammation. All right, I'm gonna talk briefly about the eye cup. You can get this readily on, on the World Wide Web. This is what you do. You rinse the cup with some solution. You fill you fill the cup halfway with the rosebud eye wash, put the cup over your eye, be sure to hold it there tightly. So you don't have a leakage, tilt your head back, open your eye, move your eyeball around as you're bathing the the rose uh, into the eye, rinse the cup with clean water. You're done this eye cup has worked well. If you've got a chronic situation, blurriness, redness, irritation, inflammation. So my advice to you would be, if you haven't already. Um, okay, let me take this question about saffron. Yes, you can buy uh, saffron, there was a company that I, I gave you called vanilla saffron, and they're in San Francisco, they sell a saffron spice that's pretty reasonably priced and they teach you how to use it. So that would probably be the best way to get the saffron. Yes, you can make a lemonade, you can cook with it. It can be expensive, but you just need a pinch of it. And saffron is powerful, really, really powerful. But I want to talk, uh, we have a few minutes left, and I want to talk about how to get started using these. And this would be the way I would do it. Let's say you do have the laurel leaf. You take a couple drops, and this is where you massage it, right in here, this area, right in the neck area. This is a huge lymph area, great, so stimulating the carotid artery the vagus nerve. So it's going to have an effect on the nervous system that is going to be very soothing for you to do. And it's going to help your lymph system. It's going to help the circulation go up and down better. It's fabulous. I would do that. The rose hydrosol, I would keep that by your screen. I would do that six to eight times a day, have it by your nightstand, do it in the morning do it during the day. You're going to need to keep bathing the eyes with this rose. Remember rose vibrates at a very high frequency, even getting it on the outside part of the eyes over time, it's going to start to reduce any inflammation and irritation. Okay. The question is which direction to stroke? I would stroke down for the laurel leaf. All right. Now, the third essential oil is Lang Lang. And with this one, you could just open the bottle, give it a couple of sniffs. That could be enough. But it's a flower essential oil that probably is most cost effective as a flower. You know, you can get neroli, which is an orange orange blossom, orange flower, you can get um, Jasmine, you can get rose. Um, Lang Lang is a little less expensive, but it is a powerhouse. And so I chose that for you. Because it's all about opening the heart. It's about trusting. You know, there's a saying that I have, when you open your heart, you open your eyes. And when you're in fear in the heart, the eyes close down. So a drop of Lang Lang on the heart area is really, really fabulous. All right, everybody. I want to thank you for tuning in tonight. Take care. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from the eye clarity podcast show today. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave a review. See you here next time.